So last time, we invaded the manor with no plan whatsoever. We were invited in by the guards and I managed to slip into the servant quarters without being detected. After a brief meeting with a dumbwaiter, I got to this room where a servant girl was unconscious with two other staff members. They fabricated a story as to why it was there for me, and I just played along because, well, uh, I wanted to find out what she saw when she touched the object. I don't really understand why none of the rest of the crew actually saw anything like me and uh, my brother did. Meanwhile, Dorian snuck off to find me, but nearly had a run-in with a guard who had been sleeping when I passed him, and so he went the other way, where he met the governor's son, a young man who desperately wanted to go with Dorian and be kidnapped. Uh, Dorian shot him down and slipped away undisturbed. Rambler and Slim, well, they grew impatient waiting for us and set off on their own journey through the manor, while Adele left to find escape. Slim and Rambler met up with me after I'd fled the girl's room when she had somehow recognized me, and Slim and I went further in to find the Cabinet of Curiosity while Rambler stuck behind for backup and to keep watch, where he spotted Dorian. Dorian left the house to ensure he didn't get in trouble for what he'd done to the governor's son, while I was busy p patching the poor boy up and resetting his nose. Slim got caught by the butler and went into a meeting with the governor, a woman named Sloane, where things went very poorly, while well, the Rambler caught up with me and we found the cabinet. I broke in while the Rambler went back for Slim, but in his place was a star spawn wrecking havoc, so after breaking the case I ran away. On the way out I ran into the Beast, Dorian, and my brother who had taken out some guards, and the beast stayed back to ensure Slim and Rambler's retreat. They did manage to jump out a window and run away, but in the aftermath, the beast was left behind, with two shots through his chest, dying. We see a fancy carriage pulled by two horses, driven by Adele, careening around the side of a street, reaching over on two wheels for a moment and then slamming back down, scattering pedestrians as they get out of the way, as it swings wildly left and right and speeds towards the docks. The carriage stops in front of the SS Queen Marie, where it is still put up for, um, it's just finished careening, which is like cleaning little organisms that have clung to the bottom of the ship. And uh, around here, important things are there's the Church of the Maker and two taverns where most of the crew is staying. Y'all gotta gather the crew because you are wanted men now. So what do we see as everyone is getting out of uh, Adele's mystery van? You see Dorian with his head in his hands as he's following everybody else, muttering to himself over and over and over again. The Rambler looks all business, as in it like, it looks like the only thing he's focused on right now is what has to happen. Uh, so he says, all of y'all, go get the ship ready. I'll tell the crew. We gotta get a hasty. Gotta get out of here. <coughs> I'll go get a... Don't have to tell me twice. I'll go get Lady Lucinia. I'll take off towards the church. I'm going to take off towards the tavern. Two questions. The first, who grabs Little Wolf, who's here and appears to be in shock? Oh, I almost forgot that about that. Um, I'll pick him up. Literally pick him up? Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. He's shivering and kind of staring off into the distance, and he grips you. He still has, surprisingly, one of the beast's cutlasses. And then, can we get a description of Slim? Yeah. Also, I uh, did try to get you as much in your duster as I could, so you can take that for how successful that was. That's true. Um, I think as much as he can during the ride, he has been covering himself up, making himself modest. However, he still has the bit of uncovered flesh, I guess you could say, uh, along his his face is the last thing but it is a dark but translucent kind of uh night sky almost where it has pinpoints of light coming out of it that seem to move around except for uh two main points which are both somewhat embedded in the eye sockets of the skeleton that you can see inside just floating around but then that's the last thing that's seen (laughs) As uh, he puts the goggles and bandana back on. So everyone in the carriage has seen, whether they want to accept it or not, they've seen glimpses of what look like star-spangled black and gray flesh beneath Slim's coat and bandana and hat that deeper within appear to contain visible human bones. So, the crew disperses. Let's... Uh, let's first go with the, hmm, uh, Adele, how do you dispose of the carriage you've clearly stolen? Um, hmm, it's a thing I don't think Adele really wants to, but I know he has to. You could try to persuade the crew to fit it into the hold. That's kind of like what he wants to do. He wants to be like, okay, so I know, I know this is a lot to ask you, but at the same time, uh, I see there is a lot of space that we do not use. <laughs> I am thinking... Shush! 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 The magic voice. <laughs> I am thinking if we are all in agreement, like I am about how beautiful this thing is, we could take it with us. How in the fuck are we going to feed two horses on it? We? Um, hmm. They're beautiful, aren't they? I think <laughs> yes, beauty really what is the... What is what is the the the, the prime? I am no, I know I'm deflecting. Okay, I'm Achetian. We don't have real con- we don't have real arguments in our country. That would explain the politics of the region. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm pre- I am. Didn't we just lose a lot of men? Well, we lost mainly one man, but he was probably worth at least ten. So yes. There we go. Enough food. <laughs> God damn. That's not what I meant. <laughs> He ate maybe one and a half. He was he was kind of a short guy. He was also a wide dude. He's yeah okay so probably one and a half. We have made we we we've lost the man. We need to replace him. Otherwise, um, who knows what's gonna happen to the extra food? People will go crazy. They'll fight over it. Are you but saying we, we have, have the horses as the new captain? <laughs> I don't mean captain, uh, captain. I mean more so. They um they they replace the emptiness in our hearts. You want us to replace beast with, and gestures at the horses pulling the hairs. Beasts. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you have a better idea? We could leave the horses, get on the ship as fast as we can, and get out of here. 
Adele gets all cute. Uh, like all of a sudden, gets the feet, gets like his face, gets all cute, and he goes, "But look at the look we'll get at your new so horses pretty. at a new port." But no, look, but we're even behind. They might get <laughs> sick and die. What are their names? Uh, <laughs> that's it's like a solid like like silence from him as he's like trying to come up with names. <laughs> No, uh, did you not already know your names? Do they not have names no, no, on no, there? No, 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 they do, they do, they do. This one is, uh, <laughs> this one is Jean-Pierre, uh, and this one is uh, Jean-Pierre's friend. Oh, so you stole him from a fellow, uh, fellow Asherton then, eh? No, it is, it is just easier to come up with, uh, with uh, Asherton names. Uh, so they didn't have names? Uh, no, 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 no. No, I, they didn't have names before I met them. Or if they did have names, I did not know it. I'm sorry. I think we've lost the plot. I was shot like four or five times at least. Uh, I'm a little out of it. This then you need a you then you need a stress horse. A stress I, horse will calm you. I don't. I look. We're not going to talk about this anymore. We have to go. I'm going to head to the tavern now. And when I get back, these horses better be cut loose. No. This better be gone. And then are we teaching them to dance? We could. This whole time, by the way, the horses are, like, flipping out every time Slim talks or gets near them. They're, like, rearing, their eyes are rolling, they're foaming at the mouth. Of course, they can't go anywhere. I was gonna say, Adele's on the side, like, look how cute they are. Yeah. Uh, I, I think as far as stress horses go, I stress the horse. So, uh... No, he, he's just shy. <laughs> Meanwhile... Uh, Azazel and Azazel literally carrying Little Wolf. You're headed to the Church of the Maker? Yes. Okay. Uh, when you, when you pick up Little Wolf, uh, who is, who is remarkably silent, uh, you definitely notice your wrist is not hurting as much as it should right now. My wrist? Oh. I, as the player, completely forgot that his wrist was broken after all the shit that went down last session. (laughs) What a what a what a miracle, am I right? So you grab uh you grab Lil Wolf and you head to the Church of the Maker. I like tie off like the bundled up shirt that I have all the shit in. I'll have tied that off while I was in the cart so that it's around like it's like hanging from my waist. And then I'll walk into the church um just so that it does like I don't forget that that's there. And canon that I have that. The bundle is like as large and heavy as a bowling ball and less aer- aerodynamic or er- ergonomic, sorry. So it's it's a struggle. Also, uh you don't have a shirt now, do you? No. Shirtless dude carrying his brother with a bowling ball tied to his waist walks into a church. Yeah, I don't know. I'll look for Lady Lucinia. This is the start of a joke. I just can't uh so <clears throat> the the doors like open with a loud creak and we get like the angelic choir in the background as you enter the church of the maker and you see lucinia is in one of the pews praying she doesn't really turn when you when you uh walk in i'm gonna try to like very discreetly walk over to her and lean over the pew that she's st- sitting in so i'll like walk through the pews behind her and just kind of like lean over and kind of whisper and go, we, we have to leave. We, we have to leave right now. As you kind of lean over to whisper in her ear, you notice she is, she has a prayer book open 
and is murmuring a vigil of protection. At least that's what the label says. When you whisper, she jumps and, like, gasps and shuts the prayer book and, like, looks over at you. And then when she sees who it is, she immediately relaxes and stands up and says, Is everything all right? No. Um, I should tell you this right away. Um, Lucinia, the, the beast is dead. Um, we could talk about it on the ship. She just stares at you blankly for a minute and then looks down at, at Little Wolf and across her face looks like remorse. And then she says, yes, let's assemble the crew. Is, is he okay? Yeah, I think he's fine. Um, and as he's talking, uh, he can't keep in, he starts to cry. It's, I'm sorry, uh, I've turned to leave, I don't know what to say. For like a hot second, it looks like Lucinia is about to pull you into a hug, and then she hesitates, and stops and says, you want me to take him? No. Alright, lead the way. And then she just quietly walks behind you as you leave. Dorian and Adele, you two are getting the ship ready? Um, yes. I wouldn't say right away, no. Uh, Dorian, what are you doing? I think as Slim and uh, Adele are talking about what to do with the horses, Dorian has his head in his hands and he's muttering underneath his breath. You're stupid. You're stupid. You're stupid. I made a mess of this. What would Nicholas do? And he, I think like as they're co- conversing, he looks up and he says first get rid of the commotion unwanted attention and he is going to wander over towards the horses cautiously and attempt to calm them i think in the only way he can think how which i don't care if it has a 10 foot radius and catches the others but i would like to go and use that ability to attempt to calm them i see i'm gonna roll a die to see whether um no, let's see. This is this is right before Slim and the Rambler are about to leave, and Adele is still arguing with them about the horses. I'll quick roll a die to see if any are within range. Okay, no one. It's just the horses. So you use the ability, and the horses instantly calm. They stop, like, rearing and, and foaming, and they both, like, kind of stagger. It, but they don't look calm so much as they look stunned. Both of them suddenly appear to fall asleep on their feet. Dorian is uh, saying softly to them, calm down, quit moving, just rest. Their eyes stop rolling, uh, spittle and foam still drips from their mouths, but they stand silent and still, only adjusting here and there to like flick off flies or um, shift their weight. He pats one of them soft, gently on the neck, and he turns to those two and says to them, horses are calm. Let's get moving. Um, and he is going to head over towards the rest of the ship uh, as he wipes off what tears formed in his eyes. It, it, okay. That sounds like a good idea. I need a doctor. I think, well, I just need to get back to the ship. I, I think maybe Lucinia might be a better option. 
so those of you who head to the ship, there's already some crew on board, and none of them are, like, expecting to be underway. So when, when you guys get on the ship and, you know, start telling everyone to get ready, they're like, oh shit, what the fuck? And, like, scramble to their posts and start to, um, start to, like, shout orders and get the, get the ship down. It's, it's currently in, I, I don't want to say it's in dry dock, but it's, like, it's, it's, like, put up on this, uh, this, like, what's it called? Like, framework dock so that sections of the hull can be accessed for cleaning. And so it's going to take a bit. Like, the lines need to be cut, dock workers need to be cleared out, uh, there's a whole process to get this ship underway. And you guys start that, and we could skip over most of it, but uh, uh, it, it involves a lot of shouting, a lot of, like, tying down equipment and loose things on the ship, and uh, cutting lines, and ordering dock workers around who are like, what the hell are you doing? We, like, just finished. Shouldn't you, like, be waiting before it's time to go underway? So... Then the Rambler, you show up at one of the bars where the crew is staying, and you start gathering everyone. All right, everyone on the crew, North Creed Murray. Uh, we're needing on the ship. Something, uh, something's happened. So we need everyone back over there as fast as possible. No stops. A bunch of crew members start coming along, and then one woman who you don't really recognize, like, stands up and moves over and says my name's delilah i'm a personal acquaintance of the captain what's happened is everything all right do i remember delilah from yeah i think i do remember delilah from from that one night yeah we we get a flashback to like rain coming down and like a storm and you see her looking out a window after after um azazel jumped out and slammed him slammed himself against the far wall and fell two stories i think that i like I put my hand on her shoulder and I say, I'm really sorry to tell you this, miss, but, uh, he's gone. We're uh, a wanted crew now, so, uh, gotta get out of here. Her eyes go wide and she puts a hand over her mouth and says, Oh, by the maker. And then quickly says, Wait, you're, you're going underway now? You're, you're just fleeing? Can't fight the governor. You, you should, you should lay low. I... Get, get some heat off you first. You don't want to be pursued, do you? God damn it. Any idea what would be the best place to lay low? I provide services of this sort. Um, hiding people. Fifty people is quite a task, but I, 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 I've done it before. I don't think if we just have the people that were there and tell everyone else not to talk, I think we'll be safe enough. How does hiding five sound? Easy. I incredibly easy. All right, crew. There's been a change in plans. Y'all don't know us. If anyone comes around asking, we're just strangers. The crew nod without question and kind of look at each other, and one of them steps forward and says, Is it true about the captain? Uh, Rebeler balls one fist and says, Yeah. A kind of hush falls over the assembled crew, and they look at each other, and they say, So, when do we leave, sir? We'll give it a week, and we go. Yeah, I... They disperse, and Delilah, like, grabs some stuff. You see her buckle a flintlock pistol under her skirts and says, All right, show me who needs to be hidden. Just need to make a quick pit stop at the church in the ship. Uh, if we wait at the ship, everyone will be there soon, so that's probably the safest place. 
we cut back to Azazel carrying Little Wolf, weeping with Lady Lucinia close behind, looking stony-faced and grim. And you arrive at the ship to see chaos. Like, the dock workers are all freaking out. They're like, you're, you're still halfway in dry dock. We can't just, we can't just cut you loose. And uh, the, the crew being like, no, we need to leave now. And, you know, everyone's like running around the ship trying to like get it free of its moorings. And Lucinia says, oh, goodness gracious. And starts like rushing forward. And she points to Azazel and says, um, go uh, find, find a cabin. Just, just use my cabin. Get him to lie down. Prop his feet up. Okay. And I will board the ship and look for Lady Lucinia's cabin. It's not hard to find. Um, and uh, yeah, you, you see Lady Lucinia run to the dock workers and start like shouting at them. And they, they like stop and, and, they, and they're like, a, a, a holy woman? Like what, what's going on? And, and she's like, you idiots. No, you need to do this and this to get the ship going. Azazel, you, yeah, you climb on board, you find Lady Lucinia's cabin. It's, like, really sparsely decorated. There's just, like, a cot, a, a few, like, personal effects. You lie down, Little Wolf, who's still kind of shaking and looking distant. His skin has gotten a little clammy, and he's muttering something to himself. Can I make out what it is? something about blood i'm gonna quickly run to the kitchen and grab some nutmeg i don't know why but for some reason it would seem that there's something to do with nutmeg and i know that most of the stuff that was going on was his fault so yeah you run down there the chef is there you know just kind of like derping around he he doesn't have much to do maybe he's, he's like reading a book and you dodge in you grab his nutmeg and he goes like hey and then you just run out yeah, and you, you come up and you uh, you you bring Little Wolf this nutmeg and kind of grabs it and takes a deep breath and the smell of nutmeg fills the room and he sighs. Do you say anything? No, I, I don't think at this time I do, but I do sit down on the bed next to him and undo the shit that's around my belt so it's not super uncomfortable sitting there. I'll just set it on like on a nearby surface. The The bundle sets down on like... Lady Lucinia's like writing desk with like a heavy thunk, and you you hear um, Little Wolf is like muttering under his breath, "They're dead. They're all dead." And then with with the nutmeg like closely gripped in his hands and some kind of tear stains on his cheeks, he starts to he starts to slowly calm down and fall asleep. Meanwhile, Dorian and Adele and Slim. You're all, like, shouting at people to get the ship underway, and you're all realizing it's gonna take a while. Like, the, the ship is, it, it was just finishing careening. It's, like, all posted up. It's not even fully in the, in the cloud sea. Shit's a mess. And then you see Rambler show up with some unfamiliar woman in tow. Y'all, stop it! We're not ready to go yet! I'm guessing, who, who does he see on deck of the ship? Taking command, I, I guess I would say. Oh, I was going to say, I think Dorian's trying, or at the very least, he's following the commands that Adele is issuing out. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, Adele's, prob Adele's probably, like, helping everybody, but also giving some orders, because he knows how to, like, do everything on deck. Then Rambler says, uh, we're not leaving yet. We're going to stick around here for a little bit, just so we can get everything right and proper. 
Is that what she's for? You could say that. We'd be sitting ducks. Not if we lay low and tell the crew not to tell anyone about us. If a ship just leaves in the middle of the day before it's finished. Also, he's a... He's, he's trying to actually. He's he's saying this in more of a hushed tone to only the command crew, just so the dock hands don't also hear. Okay, yeah. So so you climbed on deck. the 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 woman is there with you, and she says, I, "I'm a specialist. I help people lay low, make sure they won't be found by the authorities. There's a art to it. I can get you safe and sound." And she kind of looks around at everyone and says, "I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry." Oh, Lucinia's also there. And she gives she gives Delilah a distrustful look. How long are we laid low? Uh, give it a week. Then we should be ready to go. That's when we were scheduled to leave anyway. So we'll just sit on the ship? No. Uh, he gestures and says she has a way. A way to do it. They will search every ship for you. I have a location. It's not that uncomfortable and can house six people pretty easily. And we can take the the crew with us? Mm-mm. The crew have yet to be implicated in the crime. I'll get my things. Uh, Dorian leaves, drops what he's doing, um, and heads downstairs to go and grab two items from his chest. The Delilah turns to Adele and says, Order the dock workers to get back to what they were doing. Your ship needs time to be finished and set down properly, and... They're probably all in a confused mess anyway. All right. Well, to be honest, I wasn't there when everything happened. So should I just stay here, make it look like there's stuff going on, or do you think I'm going to be um, sought for as well? She turns and looks over at two, like, dazed, spaced-out-looking horses with this really fancy carriage tied to them, and she says, that your carriage? You know, I think possession is a matter of subjectivity. She smiles and says, I can hide that too if you like. Okay, fair. I will come. So we we see everyone, you know, gathering the people who need to go where and um, calming down like the, the sailors and dock workers who were all kind of freaking out and trying to get the, get the ship going when it was like half out of dry dock. Uh, we cut to Azazel who's seated on Lucinia's, like, kind of tiny bed and watching Little Wolf. Little Wolf has finally fallen asleep, clutching the nutmeg tightly, as well as a fine filigreed and exquisitely forged cutlass from the Beast. And the door opens, uh, only a crack, and you hear a knock. Azazel, it's me. Oh, hi. Uh, the door opens and Lucinia enters and says, uh, did you prop his feet up? Is his skin cold and clammy? Has he been shivering? Yes. Or no, no, yes, yes. What do you mean prop his feet up? Give, give me a minute. It, it helps with shock. And she like pulls some pillows out from under his head, um, props his feet up. She kind of like puts a hand on his forehead and thinks for a minute and says well he's not too bad probably just a little shaken up and she gives you like a a weak smile and then she uh she like pulls some of the covers out from under him and like drapes a blanket over him and says 
There's been a change of plans. We're going to be hiding out for a week. Actually, I'm, I'm not sure I have to, but you, the, the rest of the, um, the crew members that went with, that went with the beast, um, there's a, she clears her throat and then says in such a tone that there are like, what's it called, quotation marks implied, she says, there's a specialist who apparently will hide you and help you lie low get some heat off you okay uh i don't know where do you know where she's like taking us leucinia shrugs but says i intend to find out once she once we're ready the the ship is still being i think we gave the crew and the dock hands quite a start trying to go underway like this so we'll still have a good hour let little wolf rest before we move him okay um all right. She then points at the bundle and says, "You, you got it." Uh, would she know what we were looking for? Did we tell her? You didn't, but the beast might have. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I won't, I won't bother you about it. Now is not the time, but you should discuss it with the, the rest of. She shakes her head and kind of sighs and, like, pulls out this little stool under her desk and sits down heavily and says, By the maker, this now of all times, and puts her face in her hands and starts to kind of, like, crack. When you say crack, does she mean, do you mean, like, mentally, like, break? Her carefully constructed facade of calm and uh, matter-of-factness starts to, yeah, starts to break. It looks like the, the stress is finally getting to her, basically. Uh, after a moment, she stands up, kind of sniffling, and says, I'll be back in an hour, and leaves. Slim, what are you doing? I think he'd be going some, yeah, to his cabin, like a place where he knows, like, yeah, I can probably derobe a bit here and not cause a panic. You leave a trail of blood that's too dark, like black. You stagger to your room. You open up your cabin, which is, you know, the size of like a small hall closet and climb in. And uh, I think the Rambler or Rambler, sorry you see you see this like trail of what looks like black ink dripped as if from a wound leading back towards the cabins do you follow yes i i follow and uh, i i knock on the door whatever room slim is holed up in and i say mind if i come in i hold an up oh, a bit naked but fine if you need some time just let me know no just uh you can come in it's fine i was just all making right. sure i got all the bullets out I, I come on in. So, Rambler, I think it's, if Slim, maybe maybe you can describe this, but I I'm imagining like uh there's there's like a Wolverine movie. I, I think it's Logan. There's one scene where like one of them gets shot in the head and they're spitting the bullet out. I imagine Slim is like spitting out a bullet when we when we walk in. <laughs> yeah, there was one. Damn, son. Ugh. 
That was okay, one hell of a stunt you pulled back there, brother. It wasn't intentional. Uh, Assume not. So they really got the job done. Took yeah, that whole room. Uh, nearly got myself killed doing it, though. I think uh, I think I'm gonna attempt not to do that in the future. Wasn't a that's was wasn't a great feeling. Probably a smart endeavor. I, that's only really happened to me one time before. That that was when I thought uh, it might be a good idea to maybe get away from uh, good society, as it were. Uh, I I can't really control myself when I'm when I'm like that. I don't know if I'm me. If it if I'm it if. It's it's just fucked. Like I'm I I don't know what the fuck I am. I don't know what the fuck how the fuck it happened really. I I just I just don't like it. One bit. You know, I've been studying these things for a long. But you were first. Have you seen something quite like well, something that can still control itself? Suffice it to say it gives me hope. Maybe we can actually use this stuff against them. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm starting to feel a bit better, but uh, what? Okay, what's our fucking move next? Our move is to wait on out, recover. You know, we ship leaves like it was scheduled to. Hopefully, everyone forgets that we tried to leave in a rush right afterwards. That's yeah, that that was a bit foolhardy, I suppose. But I mean, everyone everyone's up on adrenaline and processing. Should have known better though. At least I should have. No, anyway, brother. Right. We, we panicked. We we should have just left. We why the f- it's that goddamn artifact? Why did we? Was it worth it? Was it worth getting the beast fucking killed over? That's a no there. Rambler, could I have you make an Arcana check? I can make an Arcana check. I got a bad. Uh, how much? Two plus four or six. Okay. You know enough to recognize that Slim is gonna need medical attention, but enough to also recognize that. He's not going to need ordinary medical attention. He's going to need the attention of someone like you, I suppose. But you're looking at this and you're like, how do you deal with bullet wounds when you're not made of flesh? Is this something where if I feel like I devote enough of the week to it, I can get him right and proper? Or is this better kind of all saying this is not something I can do? Uh, no, this, yeah, th- this is saying if you spend some time studying it, you might be able to find and refine a method of assisting uh, Slim when he is injured. Cool. I'm going to devote my week to that, and I'm going to, can this also go towards, like, my studying of Starspawn shit? Yes, it can. Cool. Uh, and what I'll say is, Slim, I think, look, brother, I think you need to see, well, not a doctor. Guess maybe someone a bit more like me. Do you mind if... Well, this might get a bit uncomfortable, but do you mind if I try to figure out what exactly is going on with you? Just so we can get you right and proper again? Sure, that that sounds alright. Okay, just let me know if it's ever too much. Yeah. Hey, uh... So I'm probably gonna have to talk to the others about this. Uh... Just... How much you want me to let them know... About me, and, and by extension, what you do. Dorian already knows what I do. I don't really think it matters at this point. We're, we're bound now. Been with a lot of crews, and generally after someone dies, it either breaks apart or stays together for a long time. I have a feeling we're going to be the sticking together type. Maybe one or two of them might go. 
Not too sure about a doe yet. All right. Well, thanks. Yeah, don't mention. Hopefully Hate to see another don't. person go. Yeah, I I don't want to lose another fucking person over these goddamn things. Rambler has like the thousand yard stare and says, "Yeah, me neither." Rambler probably would have said, like, when he got everyone to the ship, Azazel, uh, Adele, we need to get those things out of that safe, because, for all we know, Governor S is gonna bust it open. I completely agree. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's move it. Uh, here, uh, take my key. I take the key. Do I get Adele's key, too? Do I become the, 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 the key master? Oh, shit. No, he's giving you his key just temporarily, right? I'm the key master. Yeah, we 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 may think it's temporary, Adele. It's not. So you you unlock the uh, you unlock the cupboard and pull it open, and these two like smaller than a basketball, maybe volleyball sized like metal dodecahedrons. You pull them out, and they kind of like vibrate when they come into contact with each other, and you bring them to the safe house as well. Yep. Hi, hello, and welcome back to Tempting Fate. I am your imaginary friend, Jordan Page, the player of Azazel and the producer of the podcast. With me are my friends, Joseph, the dum-dum mister, Leanne, who plays Dorian, Tori, who plays Adele, Max Landy, who plays the Rambler, and Elliot Waters, who plays Slim. Thank you so much for listening, and if you are enjoying the podcast, please consider leaving a review or rating on your podcast listening service of choice. This is a shorter episode than normal, as it sort of serves as the end of the first arc of the campaign. Next session will be available two weeks from today on the 29th. The atmospheric audio for this podcast comes from tabletopaudio.com and Storyblocks. Once again, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. We cut to the party along with Little Wolf, who is somewhat recovered. He's lucid. But he, he looks like he's been crying a lot. But he's, he's you know, he's trying to hide it and put on a brave face in public. Uh, and it's, it's like, three hours later. And, uh, uh, yeah, so the, the party, Lucinia, who insisted to be there, Little Wolf, uh, and Delilah. And you're all sitting in a tavern. But the tavern looks like it was closed down. And, like, the walls are all boarded up, and inside, your table is lit with a candle. And, um, she's got some, Delilah has some sheets of paper she's laying out. And she says, so this is how it's gonna work. I have a few safe houses we're going to rotate between them. These, and she pulls up one of the sheets of paper. I have the first drafts of the wanted posters that Sloane is already arranging for you as you can see and she shows you one of them it shows a very crude sketch of dorian on it and it says wanted by order of the lord mayor sloan uh and then it lists crimes among which are assault of a noble and book theft and um 
she says, As you can see, the drawings aren't exactly your spitting image. We can take advantage of that. I have some disguise kits. We can just make small alterations to each of you, and that should be enough to let you go out in public a little bit. But you should stick around to the safe house, by and large. She pulls out a map, and it has locations marked on it, uh, one of which is actually out in the, like, kind of jungle of uh, the island of Tor. And she says... Most of my spots are in the outskirts of the city and even one in the jungle itself. Where are you looking like you want to stay first? I personally wouldn't mind the jungle. At least maybe then we can have some means of moving around. Everyone in agreement? Sure. I think moving as little as possible, especially at the beginning smart. I have to say we just stay here for a bit. I don't do well cooped up for long periods of time. I mean, I think you're just gonna need to handle it this time, brother. He makes a face. I mean, um, my, um, I would say that being in the jungle is the closest thing to my family other than being a chatien, so I have no problem with this. We will shift safe houses throughout the week just to keep our pursuers on their toes. Uh, after, after some more deliberation, she basically assigns, like, three different safe houses you guys will be switching between. I think she has the first one be uh, like the the basement of this like boarded up tavern, which is already on the outskirts of town. And then the second one is going to be in the jungle. And then the third one is going to be a like abandoned stable house on what used to be like a wealthy plantation. So she gives everyone ground rules. Like you can only leave for like, you know, a certain amount of hours at a time. You have to be changing clothes. She will take care of everything else, like forging documents and making sure your relation to your ship is as blurry and difficult to find as possible. She also says the fact that your captain was captured... Uh, sorry, killed. Well, I'm sure Sloane knows who he is, so it's going to link him to the ship. We'll, I'll do my best to throw her off the trail, and eventually you may want to forge new certificates for your vessel, give it a new name, new identity. She finishes kind of like giving you guys the rundown and uh, says, all right, I'll show you to your rooms. After everyone's settled, she speaks with Lucinia a bit and then breaches the matter of payment to the party. She says, look, my services don't come cheap. But I'm calling this a favor for Captain Renfew. I'm the beast. He was a very dear friend of mine. And anything I can do to help his sacrifice not be for nothing. Well, so I'll even put up the horses and carriage for free, if it matters. I don't think that we need the horse and carriage. We don't really have a good place to put them. <laughs> Well, if that's the case, I'll happily sell them off. That'd be a better arrangement. Fantastic. I'll consider that your payment. You know, and... sister, I appreciate this. You're sorry we had to meet under circumstances like this. Um, hold on. Can, what is going on with the horse and carriage? I'm confused. We're selling them. No! Adele, Adele is like, Adele is like on his knee. Uh, no, he's not. he wouldn't be on his knees. He would never put himself in such a low position. 
he would be, he'd be pouting in the corner. He's pouting in the corner, like, stand on my course, it's fine. I do all this, I get you in the, 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 the escape route, and ha! Adele will get you new horses. You better get me new horses, I swear to God. He, they and I became really close, and now you are, you are like, removing my family. I really want new horses now. <laughs> After y'all are done arguing, uh, Delilah turns to Lucinia and says, Will there be a funeral? And Lucinia nods and says, Burial at sea once we're underway. And Delilah, like, shifts uncomfortably and says, May I attend? And Lucinia gives her a hard look and says, Only if you want to stay on board for the trip. I don't even know where our next stop is. And Delilah kind of shifts around and looks at the rest of the party. I'm not too certain of that either yet. Well, I suppose you do have room for an extra crew member. And I have useful skills i was planning on leaving anyway and lucinia like looks at her and says really and she says i want to be there for the service and lucinia says that's not worth leaving the island over and she kind of goes zip it what's your deal with her lucinia lucinia like says i i just don't trust her they both kind of glare at each other any particular reason she says shared history Well, if we can put that aside for now, think that the situation's a bit more important than whatever's happened. Delilah says, you're right, Renfew wouldn't want us arguing over petty disputes. And Lucinia kind of packs up her stuff and stands up and says, all right, I'll be on the ship and in the church if you need me. And she kind of packs her things and turns back and says... You have the... And then, like, notices that uh, Delilah's there and says, Right, I'll be seeing you. And leaves. So, is it... Who's all left in the room now? The party in Little Wolf and Delilah. And Delilah basically tells you guys, Hey, you all have, like, basically in-rooms. You can walk around this abandoned inn. Safest place is in the basement, but you can leave. She just has to give you guys, like, some new clothes. Where do we... What are we going to do for food? She says she can take care of it. Okay. So, um, the party is left to their own devices. Well, it looks like we're left to our own devices. Should we, uh, and I'm going to pull over the bundle I have. Uh, I have no change of clothes, so I'm still just wearing the gardener clothes shit. Zazel, do you, uh, you need something else? I'm sure as part of the, uh, selling the carriages, we could get you something else to wear. I don't really have anything else. We left all of our stuff back at the manor. But we could get you something else. Well, yeah, but I'm sure Delilah will figure that out as she goes. Yeah. For now, um, and I'm going to unwrap the bundle that I have. And you have those two, uh, those two objects. How closely do you have them together? Like, I assume they're each on your person. Which object specifically? The, the dodecahedrons. Oh, I have them. Yeah, the Rambler has them, because he can't be trusted. I, I keep I keep them in like a, a fucking rucksack. No, no skin contact. Yeah. Then you've noticed throughout the whole time you've been like talking with Delilah, who hasn't noticed when you when you walk closer to Adele or to Azazel. Sorry, 
like when when you're like near Azazel or you just like both kind of near each other as you're like shifting position or walking around, you feel the objects vibrating in the rucksack. Mm-hmm. And Azazel, you notice yours too. Okay. They vibrate when they're in close proximity. Finally, uh, Delilah leaves and she shows up again with a bunch of changes of clothes as well as some like small makeup kits that you can use to like alter your appearance subtly and a whole tray of like what looks like freshly cooked food and she sets it down and kind of like dusts off her hands and says all right i have other business to attend to but i want to say uh renf renfrew he he was important i i hope you'll carry on his legacy you six seem to seem like the uh adventurous sort i'm sure you'll uh i'm sure you'll do him proud and then she leaves is it just me or you guys getting kind of sick of like the these people like saying shit like that first the beast says oh you guys are important and now she's saying oh i hope you carry on his legacy i got sick of it the moment it was said just kind of what people say especially after they lose him it's fucking weird I don't know, it makes me uncomfortable. I'm sure it's not what they're trying to do. Anyways, here, let me show you guys what I got. And I'll undo the bundle. I'll pick up the book first and be like, uh, I don't know what this is. Um, I just kind of grabbed everything I saw, really. Um, I'll put it in the middle of the group. Do you mind if I take a look? It's not really up to me, I guess. It's not really up to anybody what you do. Fine, then. And he goes and grabs it. Adele. The moment the moment Azazel pulls out this book, which is uh, bound in black leather and has a large red rune on the front, the moment he pulls it out, you're like, oh shit, you recognize it. Like, not, you've never seen this book before, but it's like you've seen it in a dream. Adele becomes visibly uncomfortable. Dorian, you, you grab it? Oh yeah? I wanted to take a peek through it. No hesitation. He's literally just going to open the pages. Adele does like this one thing where he like kind of like, like as soon as like you open it, he like, he like kind of like reached out his hand slightly. And he's like, <clears throat> and like takes it back as he like the book. Opens. Uh, Dorian, when, when you open it, you, you look at it and you like blink a few times. The words seem to like kind of swim on the page. And then you realize the first page is in a language you don't understand. Well, this isn't fair. I can't read this. What do you mean it's not fair? It's not like you read every language. Where did you get that book exactly? It was in her cabinet of curiosities, just like everything else in this bottle. And I pull up, I'll pick up the vial of red shimmering liquid. This was in there. I don't know what this is. Um, looks weird. And I'll put it in the middle of the group. The the vial looks like it's filled with star spawn, but red instead of black. I'm gonna take that one to take a look at. Could I? See if that's the book? okay. I suppose. He hands it over. Adele takes the book. This is definitely like a book that feels familiar in some sort of fashion. Yes. The the like weight in your hands feels right. The moment you touch it, you're like, holy shit. It feels important. I, you feel important when you hold it. Adele opens the book up to the first page. The words, like, 
it's written in like these mysterious runes and they kind of like swim in and out of focus and then you blink and the first page is written in a chetillon. Huh. The first sentence is, if you are reading this, I am most likely dead. It's, it appears to be written in a chetillon. Dorian, you're, you're not sure it looked like a chetillon to you, but you can't, you can't be really sure. I mean, I could technically message you. Comprehend language. Like I said, I'm just laser focused on this red vial of what looks like Sarsbond, but red. Uh, so I am kind of ignoring the book right now. Uh, and instead I'm just asking for the for the vial. It's in the middle there, just take it. Yeah, I just I just take it. Uh I'm gonna try to figure out what exactly this is. Never seen it read before. Yeah, so uh then you, you pull out the, the object, Azazel? Yeah, and then well, it's not like anything was actually hiding. It was all kind of clearly visible. I just was picking things up one by one. Uh, the objects sitting on the table is vibrating this whole time. It seems like they want to come together, if you ask me. I say we don't let them. Why? Well, okay, in, fine. In the back of your mind echoes the phrase, only two more. I'm going to pick up that object, with my first off, with my bare hands for the first time, in case that's of any significance. And then I'm going to kind of walk over towards where the other two objects are. I think we should all be here for this one, so, uh, you know, you two, with the book. Y'all wanna be here for kind of gestures at, uh, at what's happening? Dorian looks over to Adele and says, we'll talk later, and wanders over towards where the objects are. <laughs> I assume Adele joins the rest of the party? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Cool, okay. Uh, so you kind of gather around these objects, and you set them together on the table? Yes, sir. Yes. Some things happen. Some things happen. You all die. New party. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, we did well, kill our captain, so it's about time. So the world melts away. When these three items meet each other, everyone's like perception of the reality around them, it's just gone. You're someplace new. You are surrounded by a warm, pleasant golden light. In front of you is something that looks like the sun, but it is huge. Instead of blinding and scorching the party with its proximity and size, you only feel warm and perhaps have to squint a little at the bright but not punishing light radiating forth from this enormous object. The whole world here seems to pump in rhythm with its own heartbeat and patterns of swirling golden light fluctuate within the sunlight sun-like structure. A voice emanates forth, one that feels almost familiar and pleasant, like someone you used to know. Uh, greetings. Uh, do not be afraid. You are safe. Uh, if you're hearing this, you have assembled three universal batteries. They will grant you power unlike any you would otherwise have access to. But by accepting this raw strength, you accept the responsibility that comes with it. Uh, I propose a mission, if you choose to accept it. I do not ask you to do anything that you would not otherwise do, and if you wish, you may safely ignore my request. However, as some of you may already know, you are beset on all sides by forces greater than you. The world around you suddenly shifts? and everything except for the giant sun darkens to black 
and eyes pop open one by one surrounding everyone. Eyes that are all like kind of alien in shape, like kind of slit-like. Very simple, just with a pupil, not like actual eyes with an iris and everything. And they glow in different colors, some yellow, some orange, some red, and some blue. And they, they all writhe and look at the party. And then, with a sudden flash, it's back to this swirling golden light. And the voice continues. These forces would dare to control all life on your world. I ask that you gather some batteries. Or some more batteries, anyways. Grow in strength. Relearn the power that once came to mortals so easily before the silence. And when the time comes, wield it against any and all who would shackle your kind. The power I offer you is malleable. It has no allegiance, no caveats, no hidden cost, and it is therefore universal, hence the name. However you choose to use it, find me again when you have uncovered three more, and I will explain further. Good luck. You'll need it. And with that, the sun shrinks to a glowing speck, and the warmth leaves you, and with a sudden roomph of rushing air, you are back at the table, and you all feel great. For some of you, you actually feel changes throughout your body as you grow stronger, healthier, somehow more full of life. And each of you is suddenly more confident in what they can do. Some of you feel as if otherworldly forces are protecting you or watching over you. Some of you just feel like you just finished a workout and can take on the fucking world. You all level up to level two. I have returned. Welcome, Barack. Obama. What sounds like a good idea? Your face owned 